Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017 Week 29, which contained Raw Episode 1260, SmackDown Episode 935, 205 Live 34, Main Event 251, and NXT 402. Uh, so much stuff happened this week. Uh, I actually didn't pay very much attention to the matches themselves. We did have an excellent match between Becky and Charlotte. A fantastic match between Oni Lorcan and... Oh, who is he even fighting? Oh, Danny Birch, who we previously saw on the UK Championship Tournament. And the special... I think it was on the special as well. Um, oh my god. Anytime we have... Any Oni Lorcan match is like, uh, how is, how is he alive? How is his opponent alive? That's, that they legitimately, not legitimately, but they, they put on as much of a show of these guys are killing, trying to kill each other. Go back and watch, uh, Killian Dane versus Oni Lorcan from about a month ago. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy crap. And I think he also fought Hideo Itami. Oh, Oni Lorcan. I love this guy. And I I hope he doesn't get seriously injured. He probably gets seriously injured every time, but he actually has, like, Wolverine healing factor. That's why he's able to do it. And he's also able to transfer it to his opponent so that after he's like, okay, we're going to beat the crap out of each other, but I can heal us both. Trust me. Uh, and then someday he won't be able to do it for some for one person, and then they'll be injured for like six months. But uh, anyway, let's talk about the events of the week. Um, starting with Raw, the the big announcement from Kurt Angle did not start the show, so we'll get to that in a second. Um, Dean calls out the Miz, but this but then Seth comes out and. He asks, are you going to be in my way or by my side? It was over three years ago. I'm sorry. Just do it. Do it. Take this chair and do it. But then the Miztourage surrounds them, and uh, they have to to work together to fight them off. Um, Yes, that was my Seth Rollins impression, kind of. Uh, Bailey (laughs) makes a a child cry before her match against Alexa... uh, Nia Jax is there for backup, but then Sasha attacks. Uh, Bailey hits the Bailey to belly and pins uh, Alexa for the win. It was a non-championship match, but uh, yeah, it was all right. It was pretty good. Um, Kurt makes uh, Seth and Dean fight the Miz and the the rest of the Miz Taraj. Actually, uh, he was he was like, "You're gonna fight." two of the three people in the Miztourage. They're like, uh, why, why stop there? We'll take all of them on. Two on three. But maybe Roman Reigns has something else to say about that. Oh, when was, it? was this later tonight? Or is that going to be, it was next week. Next week. It's when that match will happen. Um, so, uh, Elias, it's out there, Finn comes out, and Elias hits Finn over the head with a guitar. Ouch! Um, and Bray laughs about it. 
and so we have this uh, this strange combination of people interacting with each other. Okay, then the big news of the episode, Kurt Angle, years ago, and uh, he dated a young woman, etc. Go watch, go watch the segments. Jason Jordan is his illegitimate son. He's only recently found out about. Uh, many people thought it would be Chad Gable, who is a fellow Olympian, um, but uh, the it, it's his counterpart, his tag team partner, who, who's now split off from SmackDown. He's the newest member of Raw, Jason Jordan. And, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I guess, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Is that all there is to it? Or is there are there more twists coming soon? Uh, we'll, we'll find out, I suppose. Uh, will Jason Jordan be going after the Intercontinental Championship? Will he be going after the Universal Championship? Will he be going after both? Or maybe he'll be going after the Tag Team Championship with his father. That'd be weird. But I, I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Uh, <laughs> the Bar versus the Bastard. Bastard and, and Father. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the interview after afterwards uh, was yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, they both seem very excited about it. And... Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where all of this goes from here. And also, Chad Gable left high and dry over on SmackDown. Guess he's gonna have to go after his own goals, his solo goals, his solos. Um, go, he he can go after the no, don't go after the well. Well, he did go after it. He did try to challenge for it already. So uh, I could see next week. After Battlegrounds, Chad Gable going right after AJ Styles or Kevin Owens if Kevin Owens wins. Um, be, I'll, I'll talk about my predictions for Battlegrounds in, in just a minute. Um, we had the Hardys versus the Revival. The Revival won via a sneaky, sneaky pin. Um, what what did that say? Something after after something Jeff. I don't know. It was a pretty good match, though. Uh, and then our main event, Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns, or Joe versus Roe, uh, to determine who would be will be fighting Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. But Braun interrupts. He, uh, he power slams them both. He stands tall, despite his arm all bandaged up. He beats the crap out of him. So there we have it. That was Raw. Uh, on main event, skipping forward, but not actually in real time, uh, we had R-Truth versus Kurt Hawkins. Oh, I didn't even watch Beauty and the Man Beast versus the club because the internet was crapping out. I forgot to watch that. Um, R-Truth won, and I imagine the club probably won that other match, but I could be wrong. 50-50 chance there. Um, okay, onward to SmackDown Live. Punjabi Prison Preview. Randy climbs the outside and uh, he says, uh, are you brave or are you dumb? 
you choose to be locked inside of the Punjabi prison with me? You don't have any help in there. There is no bell to ring. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Randy is going to win. Okay, let's talk predictions. Predictions real quick. I think Randy will win his championship back. Um, and then we'll see, I don't know, who will he fight at SummerSlam? Probably Jinder Mahal. Rematch. Oof. But, I hope he wins. I, I want him to win. That's the main, that's the main win that I want. Uh, and AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles will win as well, and I think that match will be the match of the night. I'm so excited for AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Um, and if Kevin Owens wins the, wins the U.S. Championship back, I'm alright with that, as long as it's not due to cheating or some, some such. Um, what other matches do we have? We have the Tag Team Championship match between the Usos and the New Day. I think the Usos will retain via shenanigans of some kind, perhaps. Uh, but if they, if they put up an actual, actual fight and uh, get the one, two, three, or a submission on, then that's, I'm fine with that too. I, um, yeah, I, I, if they cheat to win, I'm okay with, whatever happens, I'm fine with the Usos keeping the championship, but if they, if they lose it, that, I'm fine with that too. Um, we also have, tight in the kick, on the kickoff show, I believe we have the, uh, Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English, I think Ty Dillinger will win the last time that they faced each other on a kickoff show. Ty Dillinger won. I think that was on a kickoff show. Maybe I'm thinking of a of a strange episode of, of, of SmackDown Live. But yeah, that, that match will happen. Um, we have Oh, I'm going off off of memory for all of these. Is there another championship match? Oh well there's the fatal it's not a fatal five-way. There's a, a five-way elimination match to determine the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That's between Lana, Tamina, Becky, Charlotte, and uh, another person. Another person. Another person. Natalia. That's right. I think, well, I want Becky to win. I really hope Becky wins. A, and if instead Charlotte wins, you know, that, that I'm alright with that too. But I have a feeling this, this newfound partnership between Tamina and Lana will lead to one of them winning. Maybe it will be Lana winning with Tamina's help. But maybe it'll be Tamina winning with, with Lana's help. Whatever happens, I don't think Natalia will win this uh, elimination match. Uh... I think the first person eliminated will probably be Natalia, and, and then and perhaps I'm completely wrong and she she actually wins it. Uh, what else do we have? We have there's got to be a fashion police conclusion of some kind, and I hope they find the real perpetrators of the 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 the, the disgusting behavior of destroying their office. And even more so, tearing off the head of Fandango's trusty steed, putting it in the box. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. 
holy crap, the Fashion X-Files, I was excited for it just to be an X-Files uh, thing, but it turned into Seven, and that was freaking, <laughs> they get the package, it's like, what's in the box, what's in the box, what's in the box, uh, great Brad, Pr- Brad Pitt impersonate, well, not even, a, uh, it's kind of an impersonation of Brad Pitt, um, from the end of Seven, if you haven't seen Seven, well, it's kind of spoiled, but there's a, there's a box, there ends up being a head in it, and uh, it's not a horse head, uh, so at least it's not nearly as violent as the actual movie. Oh, man, 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 and then all the stuff that's on the board, uh, a whole new slew of jokes, extraterrestrial related, the R-Truth is out there, or X-Files related, the R-Truth is out there, it's my favorite one. Um, I didn't write down in any of the other things that were on there. Um, I am skipping around all over the place for this episode, but yeah, yeah, uh, the best fashion files yet, and we have the conclusion, perhaps the final conclusion of this saga, which kind of makes me sad. They've got to move on to another case. There's going to be another case after that. Um, was it the New Day all along? Ooh. Uh, the, the theories out there are that it is the, um, the remnants of the Wyatt family, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, which would be cool, but it might be another kind of throwaway thing, like the Ascension were, is a one-off, and they find out that they weren't actually, they only did the one thing, they weren't the main culprits. So, I uh, will see, but, what if it was the New Day? It was it was a it was a ruse all along. They tr- they tried to act like they were they were um, going along with them, but maybe it's the Usos. They thought the fashion file the fashion police were too much of a threat. I guess we'll find out tonight on at at Battleground. Uh, we also have Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Uh, on this episode of SmackDown. Okay, we're going to have a rematch at Battleground. I think Sami Zayn will win that rematch. He lost the match on SmackDown due to the distraction provided by Maria. She snuck into the ring, uh, tried to protect... She did protect her husband, and then Mike got the jump on Sami and uh, hit the a Samoa driver and got a pin. Um, was it a Samoa driver, Samoan driver, Samoa, Samoa, Samoan driver, whatever he did, he did it. Uh, let's go back to previous matches that happened. We had Jimmy Uso versus Kofi Kingston. Jimmy won the match, um, via a roll-up after catching Kofi, uh, in a cro- uh, after Kofi hit a crossbody, but Jimmy rolled him up out of that. Um, what does this say? There's a, oh, Oh, this was probably the my favorite moment of the match. Kofi Kingston is so freaking good. He is so freaking good. Um, by the way, it's on. It's somewhere on YouTube. It's not on the uh, the the Hulu archive of main event episodes. There's a U.S. title match between Cesaro and Kofi Kingston. That's an entire episode of main event. It's amazing. The, two of the best wrestlers in WWE, perhaps the world, just going at it for freaking 30 minutes or however long the episode was. It's awesome. 
go check that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, like, stalled on the rope, and was, like, kind of like, he was as close as you could get to hovering as a human being. He did that on the top rope there, and then, uh, just bounced off of it, flipped over, and hit Jimmy Uso on the outside of the ring, and, <laughs> except he was, uh, he freaks out, he's like, I, I didn't know you could do that! I didn't know, nobody knew you could do that, I don't think. Cesaro probably knew. Cesaro, Cesaro always knows. So yeah, this is a pretty great match. Um, we have Charlotte's saying that she wants to fight Lana tonight. And Shane says, guys, guys, no one's fighting Lana tonight. Um, Instead, we get Becky versus Charlotte, which is a pretty great match. Becky wins with the disarm her, and then Tamina and Lana come out uh, as they're distracted. Becky and Charlotte, they, they, they do their tea thing. They, uh, they embrace each other, they congratulate each other on a great match, but uh, then the bad girls come out and attack. Um, Natalia attacks first, because they're, they're looking at Tamina and Lana. So a brawl breaks out, and then Tamina and Lana turn on Nat. They attack her as well. So that's why I think Tamina and Lana are going to stick together in that fatal five-way, the five-way elimination match. And uh, I hope it's Tamina, because we already saw Lana face Naomi three times, and if it's a SummerSlam match, although, although, okay, I kind of want Carmella to cash in at Battlegrounds, like, at some really weird random time. Uh, maybe Naomi is at, uh, at the commentary table for this match, or something. I want the cash-in to happen here. But if Lana wins then Carmella has to cash in at the end of that match. If she cashes in during the match, she doesn't even have to pin Naomi, does she? It becomes a fatal three-way, right? I think that's how it works. That's how she has to do it, because she can definitely... She can definitely beat Lana. Actually, she has beaten Naomi all every time that she's faced her. So... I don't know. We're going to see if Carmella is champion very, very soon. Uh, and that not, might not be the best news for some people. It's not news, but it's not the best idea to hear said aloud. Um, okay. We had an interview with Chad Gable. He's like, uh, yeah, wha- what? How did he not tell me? Uh, but now he has a great chance for... Uh, the, uh, the singles competition. So we'll see how that goes. I already talked about Mike Kanellis. Uh, Cena gets attacked by Rusev. Tries to, he almost fights off the accolade, accolade but he, he fails at it. He is knocked out. I think he got knocked out. I, I didn't write down the, the final conclusion of that, that segment. Again, the Fashion X Files. What's in the box? And then our main event, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin. Uh, pretty solid match. 
pretty solid match. Shinsuke Nakamura saw Baron Corbin's attack coming. Oh, that's right. We have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin on Sunday. Um, He dodges it. He hears him coming. He, uh, he ducks, and Corbin misses, and they they brawl at the at the top. Kevin joins in. AJ joins in, and then the mat, once the match finally gets going, it's pretty good. Uh, Kevin steals a tag uh, while AJ isn't looking, and uh, is able to get the jump on him. Hits him with a super kick, a power bomb, and gets the pin. He's not going to be able to win that way on Sunday. There's no stealth pins in a singles match, so we'll see if Kevin Owens is able to pull it off um, with other sneaky tactics. Not not cheating with great uh, wrestling tactics. You know, it, it, uh, to be clever, there's a difference between being clever and smart and flat-out cheating. So we'll see what happens. Getting that pinky on the ropes to break the hold. Not not cheating. That's smart tactics. That that's not even that's nowhere even close to cheating, but like that kind of thing, he could win. Um do, 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 do. Oh, okay, so my prediction for Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin, I think before either of their music hits, they're gonna start fighting each other. They're gonna sneak attack each other. And uh, we'll just get this brawl that happens on the ramp, get back into the backstage. The match never actually starts, so there's no actual winner. And yeah, that's probably that's probably what will happen. Okay, so that that's it. That's it for SmackDown. No SmackDown. No talking smack. No talking smack. Dang it! It's the worst. But at least we'll get an episode on Battleground, and they're definitely going to talk about it. Be like this sucks that we can only do it on these Sundays. One Sunday a month. Ugh. And then we're going to have... Is it going to be Raw Talk or is it going to be Talking Smack after SummerSlam? They should do They should do both. A half an hour of each. It'll be a super show. It'll be a, a Raw Talking Smack super show. Uh, 205, 205 Live episode 34 amazing match between Mustafa Ali and Drew Gulak. Two out of three falls. Ali scores his first fall with a roll-up. Gulak scores his second fall via submission. And finally, after a long-fought battle, Mustafa Ali hits the 0-5-4. The first time that they ever called it that in this episode um, that I've seen. But, uh, you know, the inverted 450 splash hits that Gets the third fall and wins. Amazing match. Um, Titus does not appear in this episode, but Apollo Crews talks to Akira Tozawa and tries to convince him. Titus is everything he does is because he cares about us. He's trying to take care of us. So, you know, let's let, let's go with let's trust him. Uh, Devin Bennett versus the Brian Kendrick. Devin Bennett from Manchester, England. Uh, Kendrick gives him some some crap about it. He interviews him about it. He gives him the advice, quit. Just walk away. Don't even try. Uh, he puts up a good fight, though, but ultimately submits to the captain's hook. 
uh, TJ Perkins challenges, or sorry, TJP challenges Rich Swan to a tag team match next week, uh, which will consist of, well, them on either sides, each of them gets to choose a tag team partner, is TJP going to fight fair and choose a cruiserweight to be his partner? Or is he going to pick somebody like Braun Strowman to be at his side and totally, totally messing up his chances? Totally messing up Rich Swan's chances. Rich Swan might choose... Who would, who would he choose? Um, Rich Swan and Jack Gallagher. And then they face off against TJP and Braun Strowman or uh, <laughs> Rhino or, uh, Big Show, uh, yeah, he didn't specify, has to be someone from 205 Live, so I think that's a loophole that he's gonna, gonna take advantage of, um, and then our main event for this episode was Akira Tozawa versus, uh, Arya Daivari, an excellent, excellent match, any match with Akira Tozawa is so much fun to watch, um, we got a reversal of pins, and, Tozawa having to resort to uh, not the most stand-up tactics, he uh, got a hold of his trunks to be able to get that win. Um, Daivari attacks him afterwards, um, and uh, yeah, he's not too happy about that loss. So we'll see these two going at it moving forward. Who is going to fight Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship at SummerSlam? Um, I kind of have a feeling that it's going to be a multi-man match. Whether it's a triple threat or a fatal four-way, I hope that it's a a multi-man match. Uh, Not that I want Neville to lose, but that seems like the only realistic way that he would. So, we'll see how things develop. All of these feuds... All these storylines on 205 Live, uh, because they're contained and there's no superstar shakeups and stuff to just completely change things for no reason or having to adjust things to fit who's there now, um, has meant that the storylines are so consistent they can actually finish them and they have like beginning, middle, and end story development, character development. It's great. So, um, yeah, we had the conclusion. Ali versus Gulak, the no-fly zone, uh, is put to bed, um, that's a great conclusion of that story, last week we had the, the finish of the story, uh, between Noam Dar and Cedric Alexander, and Alicia Fox, that was great, and, uh, just keep doing that week after week, I love it, I love it, um, and that brings us to the final episode of the week, uh, we had on NXT, Ember Moon versus Ruby Riot to determine who will fight Asuka at uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Uh, Ember Moon... Well, right right off the bat, the start of the match, roll-up after roll-up, back and forth, back and forth. Um, they were just like, we gotta finish, I gotta finish this early. No, we gotta put, I gotta put her away, gotta put her away. Now, uh, we're gonna take damage we could go any further than this um but yeah pretty fun match uh ember moon wins via eclipse and so she will face asuka at takeover brooklyn three uh oni 
Lorkin versus Danny Birch. As I mentioned, excellent match. Crazy match. Danny Birch gets busted open. Blood all over the, the place. They beat the... I, I wrote expletive there. I didn't write the word expletive. I wrote an expletive there. Man. Man. Um, Danny Birch taps out of uh, whatever submission hold Oni puts him in. Uh, get one more time chance. And they shake each other's hands. Oh, yeah. We gotta see these guys fight each other again. The, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a match. My favorite match of the week because it's just so blurred. It's so brutal. Um, in this match, I... Uh, up towards the ceilings, I, I saw these lights that looked like settings icons, like a gear. Um, and I was, why, why are there settings icons in the rafters there? I realized it was the blurry NXT logo. So, uh, at a certain point when you blur the NXT logo, the vertical version of the logo, it looks like a settings icon. Totally dumb thing. Not really important. Um, also, I realized, is Oni... Is his name actually one Because he holds up his one... His uh, index finger. So to say one... That's one But I'll still call him Oni, because that's... That doesn't sound so weird. And then our main event in this episode... Two undefeated monsters, Drew McIntyre and Killian Dane, go face-to-face, uh, another pretty solid match, Killian Dane has his own version of the Sanity music, I thought that was pretty cool, um, Drew McIntyre hits the Future Shock, Killian Dane kicks out at one, shocking, uh, he gets hit by a Claymore, he kicks out, and Drew McIntyre hits him with a second Claymore, and is finally able to to pin him for the win. Drew McIntyre remains undefeated. We'll see... Well, this was a match to determine who will fight Bobby Roode at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3, and that'll be Drew McIntyre. I think he will win. I... 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 Bobby Roode is one of my favorites in NXT right now, but Drew McIntyre is also one of my favorites, and I think he will be a freaking freaking badass champion. Um, Aleister Black as well. Oh, man. Oh, man. If we get at, uh, TakeOver, the Survivor Series weekend, uh, is that in, is that in Houston? Wherever Survivor Series is. Um, if we get Drew McIntyre versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship at the next TakeOver, oh, that's going to be a friggin' killer match, man. That's going to be awesome. So I hope that's where we're headed. Um, So there we have it. That's week 29 of WWE 2017. Battleground's going to be great. I am so excited. Um, SummerSlam's we're getting more and more of these matches set up. Um, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for Brooklyn take, take over Brooklyn three. 
Um, yeah, let me know what you thought about all this, what you're excited for by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. I'll be back very soon, like 24 hours from now, with my thoughts on Battleground 2017, and shortly after that, a few days after that, a week from now, with week 30. So I'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you later. Bye!